Drop the subject. <laughs> Drop the subject on the new channel Q with Allie Johnson and Jared Hill. And Jared is wearing a It's Muller Time t shirt. Uh, yes. When did you get that? I, I, a colleague of mine gave it to me this morning at um, one of my other jobs. Oh, by the way, and it looks like the Miller Light logo. Yes. The like, Miller Beer logo. It, like it would say, It's Miller Time, but it says, It's Muller Time. Uh, and I joked with him. I was like, Oh, you know, it's Muller Time. And like he laughed about it. And I was like, I, I think I said, like, oh, it'd be cool if that was on a T-shirt. And he was like, what size do you wear? What? And I was like, what do you mean? And he, like, walked out. I was in another studio. And he walked out of the studio and came back in and, like, threw this at me. And I opened Stop it up. It. I was like, I'm in love with you. The fact, and that is the the most upstanding person I could possibly think of. Just saying, I would love a T-shirt that says this. And then he just hands it to well, you? Well, I asked him. I was like... How do you have this? He was like, oh, I bought a bunch of them um, for everyone, like, uh, you know, a, a couple months ago or something. And oh, I was like, you have it's Muller time. In. It's a great world. In- instant gratification. But exactly. there is, we have a lot to look forward to on today's show. We have m- many guests coming in. Of course, we have the weekly gay MA to look forward to. We also have an interview with a minister who is bringing drag drag queen story time to his church yeah which is very exciting uh we also have eric b anthony in studio who is promoting a musical a musical that you saw and uh and then there's on top of it all kinds of breaking news this morning in politics with i hadn't heard uh, yes which i'm sure you've heard about i i read all of these headlines and i have nothing but questions uh like the one that i'm looking at on cnn that says what robert Mueller didn't say is Mm. what really matters i'm like did he have body language what's going on is this uh, (laughs) is he ghosting people what what does this mean? Yes, and we also have a study that I'm excited about at the end where we'll be talking about what people are doing with their phones. Yes, people are, of course, checking them. Yes. That's, that's not a, a shocker to anybody, but it's when they're checking them and how often. That is a new stat that is coming out, which is very disturbing. Uh, I'm actually disturbing. disturbed by it. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say that, yeah. Disturbing, but also believable. Uh, totally viable, yeah. Uh, so what, so, okay, so Robert Mueller, take me through this journey uh, I don't understand what's going on, but he basically came out with a statement saying, uh, by the way, just to reiterate, I never said that Donald Trump was innocent of anything. I just didn't convict him of anything. So, yes, Robert Mueller, Robert Mueller came out um, this morning. I, for those of you that, that would be listen, a great story. Yeah, if Robert Mueller come out. That would, that'd be very channel QE of him. <laughs> um, he so this morning we all got this alert that Robert Mueller was going to be making a statement at 11 Eastern, eight o'clock Pacific. And. I was like, wait, I'm sorry, what? What's going on? And uh, all of the cable news stations immediately jumped on it like, okay, this is happening. And we weren't really clear what he was going to be saying, but it turned out that he came out and he was making a few different statements. One was that his time as, as special counsel is now officially over. He's resigning and going back to public li- to private life. Um, that the Russia investigation that they did was unable to conclude that there was a conspiracy of some sort um, between the uh, Trump campaign and the Russians. Then he said what I found the most interesting was um, that when they went into this investigation of obstruction of justice with the president, that they had determined that they could not bring charges because of the Department of Justice guidance that said you can't indict a sitting president. And so... Oh, so they would have, but they couldn't well, legally. Right. So, the and I mean, I talked about this on um, Dumb Gay Politics in the first hour. We talked to um, a, a lawyer who was... I asked him, I was like, did you hear that as they went into this never intending to prosecute this because they, they couldn't? And he was like, that's exactly how I heard that, hmm. which is an interesting twist because we spent two years wondering if there was going to be some kind of indictment, right? 
it, but then found out that there was there was never an intention to do that because they never they felt like legally they couldn't. So he knew the whole time that they would not be able to charge him. They were just investigating, right? But with, then when they knew nothing would come of it, well, well, they knew that they had to lay out the evidence that they had, but they knew that they couldn't prosecute him. So then they he said, you know. Um, because the law, the Constitution doesn't allow for a criminal justice um, uh, resolution, there has to be other resolutions, which the implication is like, Congress, you have to do something with this information because my hands are tied. I'm not. Well, that's what the, that's what it was. Right. right. He released his report and he was like, here, Congress. And then Congress a, is trying to be like, what does this mean? Well, Twitter would say that his response was Congress, do your damn job. Right. Um, the question is. Will they do their damn job? I mean, and my 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 guess is as good as anyone else's on what they're going to do, because Democrats are kind of all over the place on this. And I mean, all of the presidential candidates came out saying, like, you know, this is trash. Like this is and we need to impeach him. We need to start that now. So we will see. We will see. Well, yeah. But I mean, all that takes so damn long. Well, yeah, right? that's uh, the annoying part is that it takes it'll probably takes take forever for them to actually take action on this and go through impeachment and all that. Well, yes, it's a long process that have to go through the through the House, but would never go through um, would never go through the Senate. Um, but the, that's the Senate would never approve that. So it's a challenging thing to figure out for Democrats because it would it would extend well into election period. And if they say he's impeached, but the Senate doesn't approve it, it looks like another win for Donald Trump. Got it. Great. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. <sighs> Finally, it's about time he got his way. Um, what about Robert Mueller? I mean, did he want to? Was he always planning on resigning? Was he like, yeah, this was my big case, well, yeah. and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna bow out. So as a special counsel, he's he's assigned to do it. He comes in as like a project manager, essentially. So like once that project is over, he's done. Um, it's not like he has like a long-standing role that would would oh, extend got pe- it. beyond this. Okay, so, so he just kind of steps in as needed. Exactly. So, so they, he's gonna go back to private life. He goes back to living like you know, like everyone else does. So he so what does he, he do? Does he just have government a, service? Huh? He won't be in government service anymore. He'll he. So what is he gonna be like an Uber life. driver? He will just be a regular person. <laughs> I know, but he doesn't have to work. <laughs> Probably not. He just yeah. like goes and golfs for like sure a year until a, the next one comes I, around. Sh- well, I mean, a special counsel can be anyone. So um, Justin's playing the music. Like, shut up, you guys. Um, but yes, uh, he can go do whatever he wants. I'm huh. sure he has uh, plenty of money to be able to do what he wants. So, well, I want to do that job. That sounds pretty fun. Well, you know, just work for like it. a year and then take a year <laughs> off. <laughs> well, um, that's a way to look at it. You sure. know, right? It is Mueller time. Uh, Mueller time sounds good. That like he's wearing the It's Mueller Time t-shirt. Uh, it's really Mueller Time now. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, it's time for the gay MA, where that's gay me anything, which is ask me anything. Uh, we've got a lesbian asking a gay man and a gay man asking a lesbian. Gay MA is next uh, on Drop the Subject with Jared and Allie on the new channel Q on the radio and radio.com. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. Drop the Subject. Drop the subject on the new Channel Q with Allie Johnson and Jared Hill. It doesn't it feel like it's a little crazy today. Oh my god. It's I feel like I'm all over the place just with like Robert Mueller. I don't know if you heard. I mean, me we, too. I'm all ex- over the know, place right? with Robert Mueller. Between, you know, I left my It's Mueller Time t-shirt at home. I, and because you don't care. I didn't because get a chance to turn it into a crop top. It's really frustrating. <laughs> I'm going to go bedazzle mine. Uh, so oh there's also a lot happening behind the scenes. We don't have an official announcement yet, but there are some exciting things on the horizon in terms of oh, uh, yes. <laughs> in terms of an event that will be taking place very, very soon. So we will have some concrete details for you at 
yeah. out, literally any minute. I'm about, waiting for about our, where you can see us live. Yep, out uh, in the, out in the field. We'll put out, it that way. Yes, yes, we will be out amongst the people, <laughs> amongst the common folk. Yes, in in a town that we are both very familiar with, and uh, we are waiting to hear uh, uh, the green light before we can tell you all of the details so that you can get your plans in check. Okay, the gay MA. This is the chance for us to get to know each other a little bit better, Jarrett. Yes. I have many questions for any number of gay men, but you specifically. Okay. And you get to ask me, a lesbian lady, any question you like. A lesbian question. A lesbian, yeah. A That's queerstion. A queerstion. Uh, so, it is the gay MA. Here right. we go. I'm going to go first. Yes, I, I like when you go first. <laughs> when you are... I mean, you're online. I just online. got nervous all of a sudden. <laughs> Top or bottom? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, oh, versatile. <laughs> oh, you're a switch. Okay. Yeah. okay. Uh, well, that was it. No, I'm just oh, kidding. Oh, uh, mm, Okay. You're online dating on just one site, on several sites? I'm, I'm kind of online dating, but not really. Okay. Yes. But when you online date and you begin an exchange, talking, blah, 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 blah. How soon does it happen to where you meet, and then when you meet, how soon afterwards is normally sex taking place? Oh. Um, and this doesn't even have to be specifically for you. I'm just also asking in general, I think that gay men will go to that home base a little sooner. Is home base sex? Is that right? Huh? Is home base sex? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was do like, are, not, we, are we using Wait, do you not know here? the basis? Yeah, no, I was just making sure I was clear. Okay. Okay. So, but they go to that home base a little sooner than than women do. I right, think sometimes. Right. So, when you are going out with a guy for the first time, how fast is it moving from opening text message, "Hey, how's it going?" to the home base? I mean, I can give you the spectrum that okay. I've experienced. Okay. Um, within a few hours of "Hey, how's it going." <laughs> And maybe and within a few maybe, minutes. I was gonna say okay. within a couple of hours, maybe, and the that's on the the left, and all the way up to the right of that spectrum would be never having sex. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, obviously. Well, There's and I mean, not just like sex. no, no, no. I mean, like there are people I've I've had boyfriends who have never had intercourse with. Really? Yeah. So you've only gone to third base with them. I don't know what the bases mean. Okay, first base. You and these sports references, first, <laughs> All right, let's do it in basketball terms. First base is kissing. <laughs> first base is kissing. Right. Second base is is hand stuff. Right. Third base is mouth stuff. Is yeah. that what those bases are? Yes, Justin. Do you agree on the bases? I've had this conversation uh, with Kevin many mouth times. Mouth stuff. Because there are some people who believe that. Uh, home base is mouth stuff and i was like no 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 yeah home base isn't where things end yeah well he he thought that it was first base was kissing second base was touching boobs <laughs> jesus christ some over the sweater action <laughs> yes okay. yes touching but over the clothes right, right. and third it was like under the clothes and hand stuff and then fourth was mouth and so then what was actual like intercourse i guess just going to the batting cage going back to the dugout just going to the dugout yeah i'm not sure but Um, yeah i'm I'm fascinated by the hours well because like sometimes i mean because people reference grinder as a dating app but i mean technically it is but i mean realistically grinder is a a more instant gratification focused app right uh and so i feel like (laughs) i've i mean i've definitely talked with someone and like hooked up with them in the next within the next 
I guess hour or two, maybe three. Um, so it doesn't always have to be like a you know we talked for three days and then you know the so, chemistry was there. Okay, so then when 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 like, you go hey, out and meet that person, where are you go? Are you just going to a coffee shop? Are you going like, hey, we're not even going to go through the pleasantries of the putting ourselves that in you're a, hooking up with. Yes, are we even going to put ourselves in a date situation, or are we just going to be like, hey, what's going on? Where should we go have sex? This is truly a question by someone who's been married for who's been in a relationship for ten years. Yeah. Uh, no, you come over to my house, you take that off, and we get it going. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you like just go straight up. to the house. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it depends on like what the, the chemistry, the vibe is. Like Sometimes it's like, oh, you're, we've got a really good conversation going here. Like, oh, let's go get coffee. Let's see if there's something here. And then sometimes it's like... Just come over. Can you be here in 15 minutes? <laughs> you know, I got to get okay. to work in an hour. And then do you see that person again most of the time? Depending on if it was good or not. Okay, got it. Yeah. Okay, all right. So if how I'm, much does personality play into this? With a hookup or with yeah, a date? with a hookup. Um, personality... Like, how much does their personality have to suck for you to still go to through still with do it? it? Um, I, I feel like with a hookup, it's just more about them being attractive and you being interested. Okay. Like, personality isn't as important unless they're a, a douchebag. Can Unless they're like, yeah. Um, Unless there are some real red flag, like douche flags. Absolutely. Flying. So like, there have been instances where like uh, 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 Justin's like, wrap it up. Um, oh, literally wrap it up too. I just realized oh, that it's a hookup term. Um, but uh, <laughs> but there have been times when I've been like talking to uh, like a white man, instant for instance on Grinder, right? And he'll start saying some racist stuff, and I'll be like, Oh no, oh yeah. you're cute, but you're not that cute. Yeah, I think or, that's a good signifier. Well, like, yeah. Okay, if you cross the boundary into racism, your your that, looks no longer matter. That also, but like then, like if there's a if it's a white guy, and to be fair, like I haven't had like a bunch of white guy hookups, but like there'll be times when he's like, "Oh, I'm just so into black guys," and da da da, and it's like, "Okay, buddy, stop like, it, and chill it out." Yeah, like, it, it gets weird. Then it's like, "Okay, I'm gonna go." Or if the person's just too eager. Oh, um, okay, yeah, too that, desperate. Those personality traits are like red flags for me. Um, yeah, yeah. I think that, uh, I mean, being too eager outwardly, but but some people can think, can, can view the eagerness as just being a very forward person. Yeah. But I a, guess it has a tinge of desperation in it, too. It can. Like, yeah, it depends on how the eagerness comes across. Hmm. Because for me, like, I, I, I it, it, it can be a turnoff. Another turnoff for me is if someone knows who I am. Oh, oh, that that really weirds me out, and I will stop the conversation. I've always wanted to date black guys named Jared Hill. No, like <laughs> no, like when I was on Tinder, uh, I was on Tinder when I worked in Tampa. I was a reporter uh, for the ABC station there, and someone was like, "Oh, you're Jared Hill from the now Tampa Bay," um, and I was like, "Uh, bye." I literally deleted the thread. I deleted my account, <laughs> oh, and I deleted no. the app. It completely it creeps me out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, so. people like to hook up so- with celebrities, though. Or me. So, like, um, yes, we're going to take a quick break when we come back. I'll, I'll have my GMA question for you a little bit later on. Yeah, in the yeah, show. we can do it later. Or we can um, save it. But we've got this cool story that we told you about yesterday um, the drag story time minister. Basically, drag queens are telling us doing story time, and it was taken away. But one church and one minister are saving that. We're going to talk to him coming up right after this break. You're listening to Drop the Subject on the new channel Q with your radio and radio.com. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Okay, drop the subject on the new channel Q. What? Can I just say something really quickly? I feel like Lizzo's music never lets you have a bad day. No, like if you're absolutely not. Feeling down. You're feeling about like. 
anything negative, I will turn on Lizzo and it's like, she's like, oh no, not today, buddy. No, no, no. Yeah. She is the happiest. I and then if you want to continue on the happy train, go to her Instagram because her Instagram is only about positivity yeah. and love and nice things. Her Instagram, her album, she has, it's just, I Lizzo love Lizzo. and baby animals keep me alive. <laughs> that is, that. that is 100% true. I love that. Uh, okay. And now we move into a feel good story. This is some, this is a very, this is a story with a happy ending. I so I story. cannot wait to talk about this. Uh, basically, drag queen story time has been, I think this actually happens in San Francisco as well. Um, but there is another place that has been trying to do this. And a, a drag queen story time was happening at a, a library. And then uh, it got taken away. And now a, pre, a minister by the name of Ryan Hart has put it all back together again. Let's take a listen. Hank Cavanero is in the studio now with more on the situation behind the drag queen story time. Hank? Well, Chris, it was planned by the group that runs the Leander Library for the city, a drag queen story time, but the city decided it needed to be canceled after they say there were complaints from the public. Now it's being hosted by a local church at the library. All right, and we have Ryan Hart on the phone right now. Ryan, are you there? I'm there. It's great to be with you guys. Thanks for having me. <laughs> I love that he said, I'm there. I'm there. Yes. Uh, Ryan... Tell us how this came about. Like, how did you hear about this and how did you get involved? Yeah, so um, we're in like a small suburb outside of Austin. So people often think Austin like hipster and liberal and inclusive. And, I do. Um, where, where we are is um, a little more traditional to be nice. So I kind of hate that word, but conservative perhaps is a better word. And uh so the library was doing this awesome thing. They were going to do a drag queen story time. And uh, I have three young kids, and I was super pumped about it, and I was going to take them. And uh, then they canceled the thing. And I heard that all these people were calling in, being really angry with the library and, and screaming at people. And uh, so I, I literally just went over there just to, like, talk to the librarians and say, I'm sorry this is happening. Um, and it kind of went from there. Okay, so then you tell people about your role at your church. Like, what do you do, and and like, and how did you how did you come into this role at the church? Yeah, so um, I'm a minister, and um, it's uh, a church called Open Cathedral. Uh, to do a plug, opencathedral.org. We're also on <laughs> Facebook, um, and uh, so it's a it's a progressive, inclusive. Um, I mean, probably a third to half of our people are LGBTQ. Um, and it's just a place where we just, I mean, we say what Jesus says, love God and love your neighbor. And so that's what we're trying to do um, in kind of all the different ways that happens. And I'm the lead minister there. So our church is new. Like, we're, we're probably 70, 80 people. Um, we're three years old. And, um, you know, we're just, we're trying to be inclusive in this community that needs more inclusion and more love. That is be- a um, beautiful thing. And I, I don't think, I think this is the first time on the air that we've ever get, uh, done a church plug. That's so exciting. Yeah, that's, uh, to plug a church. I mean, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. It progress, you know. And I'm, I'm actually surprised that the library would not like a drag queen story time because I think anything to keep the library world alive. Listen, girl. Is, I mean, in life, no one goes to libraries anymore to have a, a great event like that. Get some drag. Drag queens will fix anything that's dying. It's like, okay, <laughs> no one wants to go to the DMV. Just bring drag queens to the DMV and they will fix it. So I'm surprised that the library would be poo-pooing this. But it was, so it, it, the complaints came from the, the parents of the children? 
Well, I no, I don't know exactly who the complaints came from. Okay. I, I understand there was some kind of like protest type group um, that that got involved. Uh, something about Houston. I have to be totally honest. There's so much wonderful in the world, and there's so much negative in the world. Um, it, you know, I'm going to stick towards the positive. And uh, so I don't exactly know who the other people were. I do know it was, and I think they've been open about it. It was the city that shut it down. So um, say that again. I think it that the, the library. It was this. It was so. It's we're in a city called Leander, which is a suburb, and the the city shut it down. Um, and I will say the mayor has been involved and made some statements. No. Again, I'm staying away from that kind of stuff. Right. So, well, that's um, actually why it's not surprising to me because the cities, like libraries, are usually run by right, like the city or the county. Library, right. And so, like when you live in a conservative area, like it, I could imagine how that would, yeah, but then come about. Right, that's true. No, I get that. But then you, Ryan. You and the church are putting it back on and getting it back on its feet again, the drag queen story time, but you're still doing it at the library. So how's that possible? <laughs> That's right. Well, well, so we don't, we're new, so we don't own a building. And uh, the library has these public use spaces and they're like conference rooms are designed to be like, you know, open to the public and used by the public in any way. So, um, and I, we've actually used them. And so, and I've used them personally. Um, and so I was like, hey, well, there's a big conference room. Let's just do it here again. And so kind of right away, we put it back on. So, uh, Ryan, I understand you're married to your wife, Virginia. You guys have three kids. I'm curious, like, what is the conversation at home about this? Because I feel like you probably came home and were like, let me tell you about this thing that's happening. Like, What'd you do today, honey? Yeah. I saved drag queen story time. Will <laughs> you pass, me, the, pass the mayonnaise? Exactly. Tell me about... Well, who's passing mayonnaise I at the know. table? Uh, tell me about <laughs> how this conversation... How you had this conversation with your wife and your kids. Like, what was that about, What was that conversation like? Uh, well, I mean, so... I, I'm always getting myself in trouble one way or another. So I don't think for a second my wife was surprised about this. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, my uh, my kids are... I mean, they're very much sort of like social justice warriors themselves. So my my um, sixth grade daughter, actually, this weekend is her last this Friday is her last day of school. Nice. Um, she did a PSA for her school as part of a school project on not being homophobic and not bullying gay kids. Oh my god! In sixth grade, I'm in the middle school. And so <laughs> there was like probably a good bit of tension. One of our one of our mottos for our church, we have church T-shirts that say um, God is a uh, queer black refugee and she's still speaking. Oh, my Open God. Can Where you, do we get those T-shirts? Send us those shirts, please, Ryan. <laughs> uh, can I also tell you, I just, no one knows this either, but I guess I'm saying it on the radio. We just made uh, T-shirts that are um, a gender non-conforming child. Uh, running and it says wild and free and those are our t-shirts that we're hoping to give out at the event um, oh, Ryan, that is beautiful i want both of those t-shirts if we you would want send them t-shirts. to the station uh we will happily take pictures in them and send them back to you um that's really really cool i love that you're doing that i i will definitely send you guys t-shirts. oh great i'm so happy this this job is totally worth it now <laughs> uh, <laughs> just for the t-shirt we actually t-shirts. get paid in t-shirts exactly, that's how exactly. this works um <laughs> ryan have you Me ever too. wanted to take things a little further maybe have some drag queens in your uh sermons and things like that maybe have them perform <laughs> in the choir 
Okay, I know churches that do that, so that's totally a thing. The drag queen drag choir. Queen I yeah. love that the the drag queen chorus. Totally. Um, okay, so uh, before we run out of time, tell us like when is drag queen story time happening? How can people there in your area attend, and how can we support it if we're not in the area? Yeah, great. So it's uh, the fifteenth. It's uh, June fifteenth at three o'clock at Leander Public Library. Uh, you can find out more about it if you go to Facebook and just search Open Cathedral. That's us. Um, also, the way that people can be involved and help out if they want to is um, they can, people have been putting negative posts on Facebook and Google. So if you want to give us a positive review, that would make all the difference oh, in the yes. world. Um, when you say give us a positive review, do you mean the library or the church? Like where exactly or do you want people to go for that? Open Cathedral. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. People want to go to Open Cathedral. And uh, and on Facebook or on Google and give us a positive review. That'd be fantastic. Okay, I'm going to get the link that's necessary and I'll tweet that out yeah, from, yeah, from the show and from myself. Um, uh, being asked to write a positive guys. review is, I mean, that's a beautiful thing. Yes, I think everyone yes. uses the internet for negative ranting. So Absolutely. if we can counteract that in any way. Uh, Ryan Hart, thank you so much for joining us. You're you're doing God's work. I can you say really that with are. confidence. As you, All right. All right. I love that. Thank yes. you guys so much. The quote from you um, says, Open Cathedral is led by friendly, passionate, it, loving everyday people who want to love everyone. That's Ryan Hart. Uh, make sure that you go find them, Open Cathedral online, leave them a positive review um, and go check out the Drag Queen Storytime if you can. Um, we're, we're I wonder really what excited. story they're telling. I know, right? I'm so excited for t-shirts. Um, yeah, you're listening <laughs> to the new Drop the Subject uh, with Jared and Allie on the new Channel Q on your radio and radio.com. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. Drop the Subject. Ah, drop the subject on the new Channel Q. What a feel-good show today. Uh, moments ago, spoke with a minister who is bringing drag queen story time to a small town in Texas, doing beautiful things. You know, I was thinking about how uh, drag queen, if drag queens were involved in some of the best children's stories, how they would be different. Like? Like, like a wrinkle in time. Okay. Like oh, a drag totally queen would just Botox the crap out of that wrinkle. There would be no story. Oh, I was thinking all of the, the witches would be Oh, well, that queens. too. Okay, yeah. That's what I'm like, <laughs> Then they Oprah. would just Botox the wrinkle, do a drag show, and call it a day. <laughs> uh, or like Alice in Wonderland, if that queen of hearts was an actual drag queen, she wouldn't have been so mean. <sighs> she would have been just like a real feel-good. She would have done like a couple of numbers with that weird king of hers and the the... the whatever game she what is that cricket game she plays with the flamingos it would have been a whole thing in a drag club if Ursula and the Little Mermaid were a drag queen she probably wouldn't have had such a stank attitude <laughs> you know what I mean stank attitude you know yeah the giver that yeah. would have just been a whole different story altogether absolutely so it's interesting to think about okay I'm go- okay just for the record uh-huh. I'm gonna be there the rest of the show okay got it uh yeah i and mean I where the wild it. things are you can keep going i mean if all of them were drag queens oh man yeah if the genie were a drag queen <laughs> in aladdin he wouldn't have to do so many ch- outfit like changes. three wishes what about five six seven unlimited uh would have oh, been I, th- I think that uh drag queen story time of course is a beautiful thing and i think that kids can be enjoying it but i also think that adults would enjoy it just Absolutely. as much and i think that they could dragify some of these stories to make them even more fun i think scar from the lion king probably was a drag queen outside yeah. of pride rock 
That's how he got that scar. Exactly. It's a heel. It's he a heel. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, if Melania Trump were it, never mind. Yes. We'll move on. That, that, that goes beyond children's stories, but well, yes. You know. uh, they should also definitely read banned books. You know, oh, like some of the banned books yeah, yeah. that have been banned from, from schools. Anyway, okay, we have a big announcement to make. This is very, very exciting. We have some big announcement we, music, Justin. Oh, yeah. Can well, you get up some damn big announcement music? Some damn big announcement music. What the music? hell are you here for? <laughs> Come on. All right. Big announcement. <laughs> big announcement. So what? It, okay. That is... So like, you can't put me on the spot and act like they're just supposed to be sounds ready. Okay, so we've got this big announcement about something coming up. Okay, we are, of course, in many different markets here at Channel Q. We're, of course, nationwide on Radio.com, but we are in Seattle and Palm Springs, New York, Chicago. We've got all these wonderful cities that we get to broadcast at, um, to, which is exciting. But we have a new station that we are launching on in AM, uh, AM radio in San Francisco. My old stomping ground and Jarrett's as well. Yay! Yay! That was that was your that was your big announcement music. <laughs> That's I mean that sounds budget like that sounds yeah. like the budget we have. Yeah yes. yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, so on June third, Monday June third, we will be officially launching our new AM station in San Francisco. That'll be on AM fifteen fifty starting June third. And in order to kick this off, we are hosting an event at Brucade in the Castro, where I have done an event before, uh, formerly with the morning show up there in the Bay Area. It's a Really, really fun bar. Well, it's it's a they give handcrafted beers and arcade games. So they're a brewcade. That's hence the name brewcade. Mm. And uh, we will be hanging out with you there from four to seven p.m. We will not be there empty-handed. We will have tickets to the San Jose Earthquakes Pride game. If you like uh, drinking beer and watching soccer. And also supporting LGBT, that is the perfect event for you. It is June 8th uh, in San Jose at 12.30 p.m. is, I don't know, is it kickoff? Is it match off? I don't know. It's yep. a match, not a game. It's it's that off. It's something off. Yeah. Yep. And uh, so we will be giving away tickets to that. I have also been to the San Jose Stadium. Uh, I don't even know if it's called a stadium. I'm so bad stadium. at sports. Yeah. Uh, but it is a brand new stadium with the biggest outdoor bar, I think, in the country. It's a really, really beautiful wow. place to be. So. Even if you're not a huge soccer person, uh, which I didn't think I was super into soccer, and then I went and saw a game there, and it was a blast. So we will have tickets for that. Uh, 4 to 7 p.m. at Brucade in San Francisco in the Castro. We will be doing that Sunday, June 2nd. So make sure you mark your calendars for that June 2nd from 4 to 7 p.m. at Brucade. And then we will be doing a live show from the San Francisco studios uh, from 12 to 2 p.m. Pacific time. And we will have, uh, I believe, we we're putting together some guests for that. It's going to be a yeah. big, fun-filled, exciting show. So we have an exciting launch party on a, on on Sunday, followed by a live broadcast. It's going to be a good time in a, in our old stomping grounds yeah. in the Bay Area. I'm a Bay Area native. I was born and raised in the Bay Area. Uh, my very first job, like ever, was working at a radio station in San Francisco. Back then, it was 98.1 Kiss FM. Today's oh, R and B yeah. and classic soul, which doesn't exist anymore. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited for us to launch in San Francisco and um, for you know all the folks that are in the Bay Area to be able to join us. So. Yeah, exactly. So so everyone, uh, definitely mark your calendars. Come on out if you're in the Bay Area. We would love to see you, uh, see some old friends, some new ones. I think some of the, uh, I think Patrick might even be there. If anyone who was listening to the morning show up in the Bay Area a couple years ago, some people from the 
morning show are probably going to be stopping by at any point if you'd like a little mini reunion. But also, we're meeting new people. Yeah. We're welcoming new listeners. Uh, it's it's a big happy family. It's going to be really really fun. Justin's putting up the one, meaning we have one minute to get through news <sighs> it or lose it. All right, news it or lose it. Do we have music for that? <laughs> Drop the Subject presents News It or Lose It. We will also be tweeting out all of that information if you cannot retain information anymore because weed has stolen your memory like me. (laughs) So. I was going to say that was a very specific personal. (laughs) Yeah, you're like, that seems like it's only relevant to you. (laughs) Okay. News It or Lose It. I'm going to give you some headlines, Jarrett, and then you decide what we news and what we lose. Let's see if we can do this in 60 seconds. Okay. Headline number one, Jon Snow goes to rehab. I saw that. Let's news it. Got it. Headline number two, janitor lottery winner says he won't quit his day job. What? Uh, Lose it, because he's got to be crazy. (laughs) Uh, Headline number three, Sacramento man selling fertilizer as diet pills finds himself in a crappy situation. (laughs) I love it. News it. Great. Uh, Headline number four, in a not-so-groundbreaking study, dog owners get more exercise. Duh, they have to walk their dogs every day. Lose it. (laughs) And finally, Blue's Clues returns in the remount no one asked for. Is is Steve going to be a drag queen? Oh my God! There's actually uh, they already have a new what what is what was the guy's name? Yeah, Steve. They've already got a new Steve, and they've got a whole trailer, so we can listen to that too if you really want to news it. All right, so we're going to news it. Okay, Jon Snow going to rehab. Sacramento man selling fertilizer as diet pills and Blue's Clues returns. All those stories and so much more coming up <laughs> when Drop the Subject with Jared and Allie returns here on Channel Q. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. Drop the Subject. Drop the subject on the new Channel Q, Allie Johnson and Jared Hill. We will be in the Bay Area this weekend. If you have no plans, or if you have mediocre to crappy plans, on Sunday, (laughs) June 2nd, why don't you hang out with us at Brewcade from 4 to 7 p.m. Brewcade is in the Castro. We'll be giving away tickets to the San Jose Earthquakes Pride Night on June 8th. And then we will be doing a live show from the San Francisco studios on Monday, just like old times. How exciting. So uh, any fans of the show, or shows past, please come on out, have a good time, have a beer with us, and uh, play some games. It will be fun, fun, fun times. All right. News it or lose it begins. It begins. Justin, that's your cue. Justin, for God's sake. You know what I actually just found out about Justin? We just found uh, found this out off the air. Him and his fiance do not live together, which I find very queer. Really? Uh, well, I, I think that most people now when they get engaged have lived together for some time and they are going to be engaged probably for the next year and still not living together, which makes me question whether, I mean, I feel like there's so much you find out about a person after living with them. Yeah. There was a whole other level of annoyance that came between me and my now wife when we actually moved <laughs> in together. And we moved in after quite a while. I mean, it was about five years that we moved after we moved in. But there's a whole subsection of people who love the idea of like moving in together after being married. And like, you know, it, it's kind of traditional, I guess, in, in some ways. Like, I can't imagine the idea of getting married to someone that I haven't lived with, but I I get it for some people. Like, it's kind of an exciting way to, you know, to transition into a new life together. Yeah, but what if you move in with that person? Like, you get married, you've done the deed, 
And then you realize, I hate you. No, you, you get in there, you move all your stuff, and then you realize that they put the toilet paper on upside down all the time. And well, you're you know, like, Ellie, are you a crazy person? Who puts it down rather than, aha! Did you really just, just start playing the music? Drop what the subject be presents. <laughs> News it or lose it. I'm just saying. Drop the seven. <laughs> Why? Is she going to be mad? <laughs> okay. Justin's like, moving on. Drop All the subject. All right. Uh, the music. We follow the music here. So if the music is playing, <laughs> use it or lose it. We must news it. Okay. Story number one. Jon Snow. Common quote is that he knows nothing. And apparently he doesn't know much about moderation because he has just checked into a luxury rehab. But this is interesting. He. What do you think he's going to rehab for? I, I, would, I would guess drugs or alcohol. <laughs> Those are both great guesses. I mean, uh, it's uh, phone addiction. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, it's <laughs> well. I saw John. I thought it was. I saw John Snow going to rehab, and like Katie's first response was, "Is it for snow?" Oh, oh, like is that like a is that a drug reference? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, oh, is that a drug? You don't know drug references or baseball references. I, I mean, I'm learning come this on, about yeah. you. I, uh, but it is not for snow. It is for stress and alcohol. I didn't know that both of those could combine. But uh, if you can go to rehab for stress, why wouldn't everybody be in rehab? Girl, because everybody can't afford it. True. I think that this place is, oh, $120,000 a month. There we go. Ooh. So, uh, Kit Harrington checked into a, if they said secretly checked into a luxury rehab, it's not so secret now, uh, for stress love, and alcohol use. So, Kit, let's pause there. Whenever I see a story that writes he secretly checked into a, a rehab, that basically means he went to rehab. Like, you right. know what I mean? Like, it's not like he like snuck into it. It's like, I didn't send out a press release. Sorry. Right. Yeah, exactly. I didn't yeah. have a motorcade pulling up into the rehab center to be like, right. by the way, everyone, I'm going. Right. He didn't do a guest spot on TMZ Live before he went. Yeah. Like, so. But they said that he was emotional and, uh, and uh, uh, okay, he was sent to luxury rehab for stress and alcohol use ahead of the show's ending, which, quote, really hit him hard. Mm. I don't know if he's upset for the same reasons that we were about the show being so crappy at the end or just about it being over, but he, I guess, is having to deal with the fact that this show that went on for eight seasons that has been keeping his livelihood uh, going is now coming to a close and he has to figure out what the next chapter of his life is, even though the next chapter is probably a spinoff. I, I, I actually don't... That's not so hard for me to wrap my mind around, I guess. I mean, when you are doing a show like that, I think as an actor, I've, I've, I've had actor friends and I've heard other actors talk about like how much you kind of get immersed into the world of a show. And especially with something like this, like don't they all go to New Zealand to film the show for like months and months at a time? And Yeah, I feel sounds like, great. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, but you also get fully immersed in like this world or whatever. And like you do that every year for months and months and months on end. Like I can imagine like having to like pull yourself out of that I could see that being jarring I remember yeah I remember Whoopi Goldberg talking about doing a movie where she played like this really evil character and she was like it took me a month to come out of that character and like to like release it and like not have like the darkness of that that character like kind of looming over me for a while and so like I've heard a lot of actors talk about like going into characters and and, like coming out of with films but like I I imagine with television you do it for so much longer I could see it being hard to like like to like 
to transition out. Oh uh, well, I mean, if he can't get out of that character, I mean, he's that character has been told that he's probably the best person on the planet. He's the one who should be taking the throne. His lineage well, is amazing. I don't amazing. mean the character. I mean more so like the lifestyle of like and of all of the money that you get from doing that. Well, all of yeah, the I work mean, that goes into yeah, it. The if, time if you're, away. If you're talking about how high the bar is i mean game of thrones was the t- the tippy top i mean right. they were spending like 10 million dollars on an episode and yeah you're going uh, to to ireland or new zealand or whatever it is to film every single episode and then his next gig is going to what be like on the warner brothers lot well right. and he's going to be like wait where is all the dragons well, and where always, are all the hills i always remember um, michael jackson talking about always chasing the high of thriller and like how big thriller was and always wanting everything to be that big and it's like you have to recognize that that was a phenomenon like that's not something that you try and one up yourself on and I, I, I can imagine the anxiety that comes like with what do I do after this you know how do mm. I top this and and trying to figure out what to do I could imagine that well I hope that he's uh, has a nice time in rehab I think that having a, a you know a month or few to just kind of decompress at a cushy cushy rehab center is probably going to make him a-okay okay so opinion. we have thoroughly upset our producer at this point because we have to go to break but we have a guest coming up so what we're going to have to do is you have two more news it stories i do i have to talk about this man who was sentenced for selling fertilizer as diet pills so, i also have to talk about how blues clues is returning and people have mixed feelings about it and really that's the most important thing of the day <laughs> so we're going to go to our guest next and screw then we're drag gonna... queen story time <laughs> exactly. it's blues clues returning and people having mixed feelings we're going to Go to, we're going to uh, talk to our guest, Eric B. Anthony. is going to be joining us. He's the star of a brand new show called Bronco Billy here in Los Angeles. Uh, he's an amazing um, performer, singer, dancer. Um, we're going to talk to him. And then we've got these news stories that I need to find out what's happening with Blue's Clues. Yes, and I'm we gonna will drop do, that subject and pick it up. Again. I'm going to do everything I can to not Google it in the break. <laughs> and, and then we'll pick those stories back up. You're listening to Drop the Subject with Jared and Allie on the new channel Q on your radio and radio.com. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. All right. Drop the subject on the new channel Q. Allie Johnson and Jarrett Hill here, our Ginger Justin producer, uh, keeping things afloat behind the scenes. And now we are joined by Eric B. Anthony, who is uh, here talking about... Uh, look, studio audience is giving you a nice round of applause. Hey, I love that. Oh, mm-hmm. gosh. Listen to that. I'm going to stand up for my... <laughs> Take your bow. No, I'm going to stay seated. Uh, they have to clap for you, otherwise they don't get fed. No, <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, no, don't starve the people. No, <laughs> I know, I can't do that. Um, so, you are in a show right now called Bronco Billy, and, yes. and Jarrett, you just saw this show, right? I just went to the show this weekend. Uh, Eric is an extraordinary singer, actor, dancer, and like I've known you for a number of years now. Years. And I guess like five, seven, six, seven years maybe. Something Long like that. Long time though. And it was cool to see you up there like leading this show oh, with this great cast of folks and like singing and dancing, just doing it all. I was so excited to see you doing this. So tell us about Bronco Billy. Yes. Okay, so Bronco Billy is based is a new world premiere musical based on the 1980 Clint Eastwood film by Dennis Hacken. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a piece, I'll give you like the macro story. Sure. It's about self-identity. It's about love. It's about choosing your family of... um, Your chosen family. Yeah, a chosen family. And it's about uh, living your passion 
and never giving up on your dreams. Mm. That's what it's about. Yeah. And then it's told through a bunch of like shenanigans and dramatic shenanigans. shenanigans. I love shenanigans. Yay. <laughs> do you do that the old timey Western thing where you have a bottle and then you break it? Actually, it's like that might happen. Really? I, yeah. Okay. All right. I, you can't confirm can't, or deny. I, I don't want to spoil anything. Away, but I, want, I always I love the people in come. an old western. I'm always like, yeah, break the bottle over the thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, any good western does that. I yeah. will say that. Yes. And this is taking place in Los Angeles, it right? Is. What are the run times, and how can people find out more about it? Yeah. So go to skylighttheater.com. No, skylighttheatercompany.com or .org. We'll have but, it on the website. Yes, yes. I'm sure it's dot gov. But it's at the Skylight Theater, which is on uh, Vermont, just north of Hollywood, and uh, we perform Friday through Sunday. Friday eight thirty, Saturday at two o'clock, and eight thirty, and Sunday at two o'clock. And that is running now till June thirtieth. Ah, okay. So you've got another month. That's correct. You know, I'm I excited about. That. Used to do a lot of musical theater, and I you say do? I do. Yes, I I miss it actually. I, I because I I kind of miss the uh, the temporarily family aspect That's of a, it. Yeah. I really love when you're in a musical or any play or yep. of any kind. Of you where any there's a cast experience. of people and you just become best friends and you have this whole showmance with each other going yeah. on. Yep. And then eventually it passes and you take everything down. And you put the costumes away yeah. and you move on with your life and it's just this beautiful thing that that's a, another thing I love about radio is that it mm. lives and dies in this moment I mean yeah, of course yeah. we have podcasting and things like that now sure. but live radio and live theater there's really nothing like it so I, I would always encourage people to continue going well it's interesting that you use that example because that's part of the story really yep. about how they become a family I yeah, want you talk about sure. it more than me no and I love that you said that because we really really bonded during this process. The people that I'm in this cast with, there are 14 of us on stage along with the crew and the band. And um, what I love about our show is everybody that I know personally who has seen it talks about the joy that they leave the theater with and the love that they feel from the cast. Hmm. And that is such a, tr a testament to like what has happened for us as a family off stage. And so being able to bring that relationship to the stage so that the people actually receive that bond and that familiarity and the love that we really do all have for one another and people actually walk out feeling right, the they radiation can feel of that. Yeah, from you I, guys, just, yeah. I love that wow, so much. Wow, that's great. Yeah. So I know that the, you went in for this role and you, you, you got this role and you are a black cowboy and we I have am. not seen a lot of black cowboys before. Representation, right. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if this is based off of a Clint Eastwood movie. Exactly. That, listen, right. So I'm playing the Clint Eastwood role and I want to thank my creative team, Hunter Bird, my director, and Gary Grossman, who's the artistic producing director of the theater, for the vision and being open to like this vessel walking in and just being the right person for the part right because right. I was actually auditioning for a completely different role in the show mm -hmm. and after I did the sides in my song for that role they were like take a look at this mm -hmm. and then I did it and walked out of the room and next thing I knew I had a phone call from the casting director saying they want you for Bronco Billy and I was like oh that's great and he was like no they want you for the role yeah, <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> yeah. didn't really sink in yeah. it took a minute and, um, and so just 
just knowing that I get an opportunity to pay homage to all of the ancestors who actually were cowboys. Mm. And the the actual term cowboy wouldn't exist without black people because the job was actually called a cow hand mm. and they called black people who did that job cowboys. Mm. And so then, then the term became like a popular thing. Interesting. But, yeah, it, yeah, so Clint Eastwood stole it from you. That's right. <laughs> the hell? I'm bringing it back to the, and I'm to glad, the people for the I'm culture. glad you're playing the I role because that. I can't understand the damn thing Clint Eastwood says. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, yeah, I'm a very like, articulate cowboy. So I'm glad I'll probably yeah. see the movie and then I won't know what the hell's going on and then I'll see the show and be like, oh, yeah. got it. Well, what I love about the show is also it's like, it's great for like adults, but also it's really great for kids. It yeah. has like a great family vibe. Uh, talk about the audiences that you guys have had and, and the response that you've gotten to yeah, the show. So what's really cool is a couple of our cr- uh, creative team have children. So their children have come. Uh, and they literally range from like five years old to I think maybe like 18 and then somebody's like 20 or something mm-hmm. like that. But I, I love talking to younger people about the show because it really is a family friendly show and yeah. wanting to see what what themes they're walking away with and they really really are just having a good time yeah everybody really likes the music everybody is like really into the story which i think is cool because when you have a musical a lot of times there can be things that lack like oh it was really great but like none of these songs are going to stick with me Mm -hmm. and people walk out of the theater humming some of the songs they remember and and but more importantly i think the message of believing in yourself no matter what and not letting society put you inside of a box is such a important message especially with the way our politics are looking right now Mm -hmm. and the world that we're living in I think it's important for us to have something that's going to impart self self belief and the the desire to like go out and live your purpose because somebody's going to benefit from that yeah and also just having kids get away from their phones for a minute or get away from a screen and to actually get into a theater and see something live and to hold their attention for you know an hour and a half two hours whatever it is I mean that's a that's a that's a thing that's tough to do so if they're there and enjoying it that's a huge there's nothing like live theater for that to be able to like kind of take you away to a space and like live in that space for an hour Mm -hmm. two hours however Mm -hmm. long you were there and Um, there's so many kids that like go and see a shit like they will later on you know, like I speak to actors and people who, or even like stand-ups or people that are in the inter- entertainment industry, and a lot of them will be like, I saw this one, I remember this one like, show yeah. that I saw, you know, when yeah, they were like yeah, in yeah. fifth grade or whatever it is, right. and that's the thing that changes them and gets like, them into 100%. the whole industry. It's so so your you show can be that for people. Because I remember that distinct moment for myself the first time I was in a theater, and then oh, I was wow. like, oh, I want to go act on right. stage. I remember being in seventh grade, and we went to our high school theater, and I remember, the moment I remember is like, the lights changing when the director walked out, and I was oh, like, wow. what's happening? Uh, what is yeah. happening? Is magic? <laughs> like, I kind of like sat up in my yeah. seat like, what was that lighting? You know? Mine was Phantom of the Opera, yeah. fifth grade. Really? Yeah, that was mine. And I was Phantom like, of none of these op- roles I can play yet, but, but I really like this show. Yeah, well, yeah, it was the first musical, it was the first show I ever saw, really. Amazing. Yeah, and then there's probably other people that see their first show and they're like, nope, this isn't for me. This isn't That's for me. <laughs> <laughs> what was that for you, right. Eric? You, okay, funny story. I don't have that. Okay. So I actually called my mom like maybe two years ago to ask her, like, and I literally verbatim, Mommy, wh- when did I know, what happened that like let me know that I wanted to do this? Because mm-hmm. I've been doing this forever. She literally, my mom was like, you know, funny story, you just always did it. Mm-hmm. It was never a thing where like you was saw something was like, I want to do that. I just always did it. I have a quick story. When I was 18 months old, my grandfather owned a candy store in Baltimore, Maryland, West Side. What's good, people? <laughs> um, and... <laughs> I used to perform and dance for candy and for change. 
on the counter <laughs> on the countertop <laughs> on the countertop at my grandfather's candy store at a year and a half old. Wow. Okay. okay so it was always so there. you were literally yeah. like doing box steps out of the womb. That was like that's like you. You and were ready. Changing it all. You kick ball all right. so, onto that countertop. So if you're yeah. in the L.A. area um, now through June 30th, go yes. to skylighttheater.org yeah. for more information to get tickets and to uh, attend uh, shows our Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays. Yes. Um, it's a fantastic show. Eric B. Anthony, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you guys for having me. Yes. Okay, you guys. Quiet down or you won't get your sandwich. <laughs> uh, coming up, we've got the rest of News It or Lose It, and we'll uh, close out the show. You're listening to the new Drop the Subject with Jared and Allie on your new channel, Q, with Radio, Radio.com. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Ah, yes. Our hearts won first prize. This is Drop the Subject on the new channel Q. That guy has my heart. Eric B. Anthony, very nice guy. He is awesome. He's a, such a great singer, and like I feel like there's never enough time to like really talk. To oh, him sometimes. there's never enough time for anything ever. Yes, but he's an excellent singer and actor, and like uh, I just hope that everyone in LA that that is into musicals and plays like can go see it because it's a really good show. Even if you're not. Even if you're Branch not. Branch out, people, yes. for God's sake. And these, there's also, like, right across from the theater, there's a really great little restaurant. It's very, like, trendy and tasty, and so you can make a whole night <laughs> of it. You're putting your hands out and little fluttering them hands. a little bit. Yes. <laughs> it's very tasty. It's very trendy and, and tasty. So. Uh, all right. So now, we got to get back into the news it. Yes, we must get back into news it or lose it. Oh, we're playing music. Third time's a charm, baby. <laughs> Drop the Subject presents News It or Lose It. Okay. Jarrett, what uh, children's shows did you watch growing up? Um, so many. I watched Rugrats and Doug. Oh, okay, so you were the, yeah, Hey Arnold, all yeah. that stuff. Hey Arnold! Yes. A movie in football, Dad? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I, so you were old, you were, because I think in our generation, I, I was the same. I was Doug, Rugrats, uh, Hey Arnold, Recess even, kind of at the end there. Uh, but Blue's Clues was something that my my younger sister watched. Okay. I never really watched Blue's Clues. I, I just watched it when I was babysitting her, and then I would complain about it. Right. Um, but it was it was there for a time. It was all the rage. She was fun. Steve was fun. Did he then, get in trouble or something? Yes. Okay. And I, I should have looked this up because I can't remember exactly what happened to him. Uh, I, I do think that kids' show hosts are cursed in a way. There was like Barney had something going on. Did Barney have something Yeah, happen? I think Barney had a legal issue. Uh, Pee Wee Herman obviously has had Pee-wee a lot Herman. of weird problems in movie theaters. And then Sam, uh, the guy who played Steve had something going on. Um, and now Blue's Clues, because everything is new again is returning. Uh, everything is about the remount. Even things that nobody asked for are being remounted, and I think this is one of them. Uh, people apparently have mixed feelings about it. Uh, here is, they already have a, a new Steve cast, and his name is Joshua De La Cruz. Oh. So, yeah. let's. Do you want to listen to the trailer? Let's do it. This is it. Hi, it's me, Josh, and this is my puppy, Blue. We can't wait to play Blue's Clues with you. It's Blue's Clues and you. Okay, so you can keep playing it. I feel like I want to watch I think that this dog is way too high-pitched. For some reason, this dog is like more femmy, and I don't know why. I'm actually kind of enjoying this little groove right now. Okay, but it's getting... Like, listen to this part. 
Oh my god, I'm having a blast right now. Really? Because I feel like this is way too poppy. I love this. This is like, I mean, if someone's just supposed to come in and be like, yay, bless, bless. It's like, this come on, like a full man. This musical right now. I mean, okay, you gotta put your shimmering your shoulders. Blues, Clues, and You. The brand new series coming this November to Nickelodeon. We have to wait till November? Uh. I mean, children have to wait till November? <laughs> I mean, between this and Drag Queen Storytime, I think we have the rest of our years planned. I mean, that was great. But uh, so I also, I love like reboots of stuff. Like when Raven, when- um, You're that's not so, alone. So does everybody else. Yeah. When That's So Raven came back, I was like, um, Raven's home. I'm totally here for it. <laughs> the little theme song. I told you before, I have a thing about theme songs. I love theme songs. The song is so good. I, the show's hilarious. I just like catchphrases. And I the, the phrase, That's So Raven, is something that I like to use in general conversation. I, I loved that. Yes. I, I, I'm going to be like playing Sometimes that I just I think that is so, so Raven. <laughs> Shut up, Allie. And I, <laughs> I never really, I watched the show sometimes, but I also think she's kind of an idiot, isn't she? Oh, she says dumb stuff. Well, she's had some controversial views on things. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, some people are excited about Blue's Clues. Other people are saying uh, after Steve left, left Blue Clues, Blue's Clues, I have not ever watched another episode. Oh, <laughs> so, no. Uh, Blue's Blue's Clues just don't hit the same when Steve is not there. That is from somebody named Tired Mom Tired on Mom, Twitter. go to bed. <laughs> See what I did there? Because she said she was tired. Tired Mom, go to bed. She needs a nap. j and the Cat on Twitter also said, Damn, Nickelodeon's Instagram posted the first look at Blue's Clues reboot and they disabled the comments after the video was posted because everyone's complaining it's ruining their childhood. Oh, please. Whenever someone says something's ruining our childhood, I'm like, you're ruined. It, Shut yeah, up. It's already been ruined. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about this quickly. Santa, the Sacramento man who has been sentenced for selling fertilizer as a diet pill. Uh, people will do anything to lose weight these days and of course everyone has their own diet fads that they cannot get enough of so why not just create something that's that there's a surplus of like fertilizer put it in pill form and try and sell it to dumb white ladies who are going to buy it and try try and lose weight your words not mine that's what happened and this guy scott edward cavell person with three names that's always a bad sign look out uh he was sentenced for interstate commerce of misbranded drugs and he has been given three years in prison uh so when he's in the prison system and people are like what are you in for and you say i turned crap into diet pills i think uh that's kind of a rite of passage in the prison system i'm so confused isn't fertilizer dirt yeah, but it's dirt with poop mixed in it. Right, but I'm saying, like, how did he make that into pills? He just probably put it into a pill capsule. I, I'm so confused Do about Do you want to take them? That. We can Not still take them. I think you can get some. I, I'm so glad we only have eight seconds left in this segment. We <laughs> okay. got to take a quick I'm gonna break. I'm going to order them right now. <laughs> we gotta take oh, a they're quick on break. eBay. Great. We got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. We're going to drop the subject with Darren <laughs> Alley after this. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. It's Blue's Clues and you... So while, while you stepped out of the studio, I begged Justin to play this as we came back. Uh, you know, I went to the bathroom and I came back and you were you were shimmying your shoulders at me with a very, very determined stare. This is probably my favorite thing of the day. This little song is a bop. I cannot wait. <laughs> it is a bop. It is a bop. I think that if this song played on Channel Q, no one would be the wiser. This sounds like a... And Josh is not ugly. No, he's cute. He's not bad. When he's... Allie demands music from me now, I'm going to play this. There you go. Just put on some music. This is the new News It or Lose It intro. It's the new Gay MA intro. It's the new everything. I cannot wait till November when Blue's Clues and You 
comes to, Nova, to you, Nickelodeon. You know what I do think, though, is that a lot of the motifs in Blue's Clues are no longer relevant. Like, like mail time? No one gets mail anymore. We Here's the mail. It never letter. fails. It mail does. time's up. But it they ma- might be... Oh, Lord. <laughs> Justin gets on that microphone and gets really excited. He, he liked that one. <laughs> and um, uh, also the, no, the handy-dandy notebook. I mean, it has to be a handy-dandy iPhone now. There, nobody writes notes. I mean, I, I think it's still got some relevance, and they probably do some updates, because like, there was no social media, so we just got a Twitter. We, <laughs> we just, just got, got a Twitter. We Wonder just got who a it's Twitter. from. It's from a troll it's from a who Russian thinks I bot. should die oh, a fire you know? death. Yeah, so I can see that working. <laughs> oh, all right. I hit that note really well, just want to put that out there. You did a great job. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited about the ways that they can like make it new. Like the the animated world behind him still looks exactly the same. So maybe it's time to I don't know renovate Update that the house. Couch. Exactly, yeah, definitely. You know? And is this the same Blue? Is has Blue been alive this whole time? Is he a rescue? People are gonna know want to know Blue's background. Well, Blue's a cartoon, so he can last forever. <laughs> You know, I mean, Bart, Got it. Okay. Bart Simpson is still a child. Are you telling me that Blue is not alive? I I just wanted to make sure you were clear on that because <laughs> cartoons can last forever. Okay, humans can come and go. That's but why cartoons... Archer hasn't aged. <laughs> That's true. With it's like what is it later stuff. that same day? That Archer Archer would get it. Dude, I'm sorry. Let's move on. <laughs> well, that's um, why they came up with Riverdale, right? Because of all the people who really wanted to do Archer. Is that what that is? Archie? Oh, is it Archie? Archer's a cartoon. Riverdale's a live action show. Allie. Okay, Are I'm, you I'm getting my arches mixed up. I think you're high. I'm getting. <laughs> is Archer also a ginger? Or is that just Archie? Archer. Archer is not. Archer's not a ginger. No. Okay, Archer's not a ginger. Yeah, got it. Okay, so there's That's a new this, segment for us. There's this story that you had that we teased a little bit earlier about people and their phones. Yes. Okay. So basically, what is the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning? I grab my phone. You grab your phone and you look at it. That's most people. I actually, I grab my phone and I start reading Hugging through news stories. <laughs> no, or I, I make out with it. Um, I start reading news stories to send to you guys for the show. Okay, so out. when you're sending us those emails, you're doing so in bed. It's the first thing you've done when you wake up. I always hear you saying to Katie, like, why is he sending this email at 730 in the morning? Like, that's <laughs> I literally send it and I'm like, Allie's probably rolling her eyes right now. Like, No, I don't actually. I like I like the early morning emails. Yeah. I don't mind them at all. Uh, because my thing is that I, I wait to, to check my phone because mm-hmm. I don't want to. I think that waking up and checking my phone is uh, it puts me in a bad mood sometimes. Yeah. Reason being, I will check to to be like, wow, I'm so important. I better check all of my emails. And then I have like two spam things about like a, 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 a Sam's Club. Deal. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, okay, I guess I didn't really need to check that. So the fact that you're emailing me is actually making my, it's actually a confidence booster. When do so you get up? I get up at around seven. I'll make sure to have it in your inbox at seven next <laughs> okay. time. Okay. Definitely adjust your wake up yeah. time to mine. Well, I'm going to uh, do it tonight and I'll schedule send it so that it'll go out at 645. Oh my morning. Lord. Yeah. You really care about me. That's really I nice. Do. It's I nice do. of you. Uh, well, I, I find it interesting because most people, yeah, they look at their phone as soon as they wake up, but they're also looking at it before they go to bed as they're closing their eyes. And then according to a new uh, report, there people are even checking it in the middle of the night. They're waking up in the middle of the night and checking their phones. That is wild to me. Yeah, I, I mean, it is, but it's also when you wake up, if you're waking up in the middle of the night to do anything except pee or eat, there's something wrong. Like, then then I feel like it's an, an addiction. If there's anything that you're doing in the middle of the night besides those two things, that thing is an addiction. So I, I recognize that I'm really fortunate in this way. Like, I don't tend to wake up in the middle of the night. I tend to like once I'm out, I'm done until I wake up. Um, unless like I've had like a lot of water and my body's like, hey, 
hey, this could go hey, left any moment. <laughs> um, so like, I don't tend to wake up in the middle of the night, but I do like wake up and reach for my phone. And I've I've done this where I'll put I'll plug my phone up out in the living room like next to the couch so that it's not there next to me when I wake up. Uh, that gives me anxiety though. Yeah. I don't want to have it that far away from me because I feel like if my phone alarm is going off then I'm not going to be able to hear it and then I, how am I supposed to snooze when my phone is that far away? Well I have I, I bought an alarm clock. Oh my Mind you. Oh. I know right. Have oh. I said it? No. Um, <laughs> but like it looks really cute. And so, um, but I, I generally don't wake up with an alarm. I, I kind of wake up seven-ish all the time and I don't have to be anywhere like that early to where I need an alarm. My, my body's like really weird like that. But um, yeah, like using the alarm isn't something that I have to do. Okay. Well, I think that... You have a wife and pets though, so... I do, and the pets need to be up at seven a.m. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> it's very, very important. No, I got cat. one. Of, I got Katie one of those uh, natural light alarm clocks mm. where the light uh, shines brighter and brighter in coincidence with the daylight hours. Yeah, so it makes you feel like you're waking up to the sunshine. And then after thirty minutes, birds start going off, and it, they say chirp, chirp, chirp. And that's the alarm. And so, then Katie's made a habit now of getting up and turning that off and going back to sleep. <laughs> the iPhone now has uh, the sleep time. So, like, you can tell it what time. Like, I, I before I had my iPhone set to um, go on Do Not Disturb every night at 11. So, like, I wouldn't get, I wouldn't, it wouldn't ring. But now they have a setting where it can go into sleep time. So, like, you can tell it, hey, I want to be asleep by midnight. And it'll alert you at, like, 1130. Like, hey, just FYI. Oh. Should. And then when it goes into Do Not Disturb, though, it doesn't show any notifications unless you request them. And when you set it to when you want to wake up, I'll put it at seven o'clock. Like it has like this subtle alarm that just kind of like grows. It's like a, a really subtle sound and it's like nice music and it grows louder and louder. And then when you pick up the phone, it says like, good morning. It's such and such a time. The weather is blank and it's kind of cool. It's a oh, new, it's well, a new that's extension. That's what I want because every time I look, if I actually look at my phone I and I'm literally just trying to check the time, then I see, oh, NPR that's, sent a notification. Okay. I didn't realize why it doesn't show notifications, but that's why. Because when you pick up the phone, when it's on the sleep time, do not disturb, mm. it doesn't have any notifications on it. Oh, that's good. Because yeah, yeah I, I anytime I don't about. plan on looking at my phone, I'm just checking the time. And then I'm like, well, what does Mashable and NPR and CNN yeah. have to say? I should probably check up on them. They're probably lonely. And then I'm like, you know what? I should actually save this story to talk about on the air. And then I go to my email and then yeah. I open my email and then I see, the, you know, the Sam's Club that say they sent me a new discount. So I need to go through that and make there sure. You I, so it's just this black hole of notification. Like I'll the notification is the is the mouth hole. Yeah. Of the dark no. hole Notifications that I go down. are the thing. Yeah. I'll have to show you how to do it before you go. Please do. Um, speaking of having to go, we've got to go. Yes, we do. And and uh, if you want more details about when we are going to be in San Francisco, it's going to be this Sunday from 4 to 7 p.m. at Brewcade in the Castro. We're going to be hanging out. We're going to be giving away tickets. We're going to have beer. We're going to play games. It's going to be great. Then we're going to do a live show that Monday to kick off our new San Francisco AM station, 1550. So go to DTS Show on Twitter and Instagram to get all the information on that so you can join us. And we've also tweeted out information about Open Cathedral so that you can um, go and leave them positive reviews for the Drag Queen Storytime. Yes. Um, I'm about to tweet out the link for uh, Eric's show here in Los Angeles, uh, Bronco Billy at the Skylight Theater, skylighttheater.org. Uh -huh. And then we're going to tweet out the Blue's Clues theme. Oh, you know what? 
you play games, but I <laughs> probably will. Do it. Okay. I probably will. Great. Yes. Uh, we, we just got a letter. So, um, <laughs> it's me, Josh. I love you, And this <laughs> is my puppy, Blue. We're, we're going to say goodbye we to this. From all of us here at Drop the Subject with Jared and Allie. You. Thank you for joining me. It's bye bye time. Allie, Josh, and, and Blue. Oh, we'll see you next time. Uh, on and Gin. And, and, and the Gins, yes. Oh. We'll see you next time. Let's use the thinking chair.